Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Real Estate Investor Goddesses podcast. This is the podcast where we bring you stories of incredible real estate investing women, women who have, uh, who have success stories in this field. And today's interview is no exception. I'm super excited to have her with, with us. Her name is Tembi Baker, and she has an incredible story. I know a lot of people, uh, women and men, think they can't be successful in real estate because they don't have money or they don't have the necessary relationships or they have so much else on their plate that they're dealing with. But our, our guest today is a perfect example of how you don't need to let any of those excuses stop you. Nambi moved from Zimbabwe to Canada with no money, no family, and as a single mom and nurse, she managed to be incredibly successful in real estate. Now she's a real estate investor, mentor, and a member of the prestigious Real Estate Investment Network, our REIN. As a mem- and she's also a mentor with the Kelowna Community Resources, which is a government organization to help immigrants. Her passion lies in giving back to the community through charity work and conducting free real estate seminars for immigrants. She's created an education program called Real Estate Real Riches and coaches inspiring investors on how to invest in real estate successfully to go from starving investor to more fulfilled from a starting investor to more fulfilled investor. I'm super excited to have her with us. Welcome, Tembi. Thank you so much for having me, Monique. It is my pleasure. So you have such a fascinating story, and I'd, I'd love for you to share how you got started in real estate investment. How did you go from being you know, a, a newly arrived immigrant to Canada to where you are right now? How did you get started? Thank you so much. So I didn't start right away in real estate. I Actually, when I came here, I went to school uh, and trained. I bumped into nursing somehow, somewhere, and I trained as a registered nurse. And um, what happened is when I graduated from nursing school, I realized, actually maybe within the first week, I realized how, uh, what's the word, how unsatisfied, how angry most of the nurses who had been working for 25 years, 30 years looked. And that's when I realized that I didn't want to be in that area forever. Um, And even if I was in it forever, it would be because of choice, not because I'm forced to be in it. Right. Yeah. So So what happened? Yeah. So basically, what happened is I was reading. Um, I was reading a newspaper because I just said I can't do this forever for life, and I was reading a newspaper and I came across an ad. It said, "Get out of the rate race, invest in real estate." It was on this big Sun newspaper, and I thought, "Huh, that's interesting." And I attended a seminar. It was a free seminar uh, by the rich dad, poor dad people. And uh, I got a book out of that seminar. I didn't really come out with much, but I did get a book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I read that book, mm-hmm. and that book really, really changed my life. It it made me realize that I did not have to be stuck in a job. And actually, being stuck in a job could be a, a, a way to financial disaster later on in my retirement years. So that book really changed the way I thought. It changed my mindset. And it was after that reading that book that I started digging more into real estate on how I could invest in real estate and how I could have more financial freedom. And it just uh, started ball rolling from there. 
Oh, great. It's amazing how many how many women I've interviewed or people I've talked to, uh, you know, who are real estate investors who got started by that little purple book. I'm, I'm one of them too. <laughs> and it's incredible. Um, you know, just how, how many, uh, how many investors have, were born after reading that book? And Absolutely. you're, you're no, you're certainly no uh, exception. So you read the book and you realize, wow, this is what I need to do. And you start educating more. And then, and then what happens? So w- I started the long way. Basically, how I started is I had saved a little bit of money in my nursing career. Uh, I hadn't worked for long, maybe a few months, but I had saved a lot. So I took that and I went and I and I bought a house. And I had no idea what I was doing. I just said that you have to invest in real estate so that you could be rich. <laughs> so I thought, okay, fine, I'm going to go buy a property. And I bought the wrong property with the wrong fundamentals at the wrong time. It was in 2008, almost during peak. Uh. It was just after peak. And that market, even up to now, hasn't come back up to the value I paid for it. So wow. that's how bad it was. And I didn't know what I was doing. I was just buying. And yeah. yeah, and so eventually I came across uh, the Real Estate Investment Network. I, I, I joined the Real Estate Investment Network, and with that I surrounded myself with like-minded people and started to learn different strategies of investing in real estate with or without your money. So, yes, I did start with my money, but eventually I figured I didn't need to use my own money uh, to invest in real estate. I could use other ways, like uh, take over other people's mortgages, creative financing, or even just um, use other people's money to invest. So that's how it started. And then from there, I just started buying properties. I love that. A, the lesson about being able to use OPM or other people's money and getting creative um, as well, you know, surrounding yourself by the, with the right people and learning. Um learning as much because you know when you don't when you don't know what you're doing exactly that's when you make mistakes um yeah so um so what's your what's your current investment focus what are you currently uh, buying um i have i have stuck i started with single family homes and i really have Mm -hmm. stayed mainly with single family homes i did look into land a little bit uh however now i'm moving towards the multifamily and how I'm moving towards that is, uh, you know, when you first, first invest in something, there is obviously a learning cave which you have to to learn to do it. But I have decided mm-hmm. not to involve myself into the education part, but be the money part and be the investor with somebody else who's mm-hmm. done the education part and do that. Because, yeah. um, I mean, it's great to learn, but I don't... Uh, I, I don't want that to be my focus right now. My focus right now is to helping others realize that they could invest in real estate just the same way I did with with humble beginnings. Great. Um, I love that. So, and uh, and I also love what, you know, one of the things you're saying, which I'm a, I'm a big proponent of, you know, in terms of, you know, you don't, you don't necessarily need to, A, I don't recommend doing everything by yourself, but you can always partner with people that have anything you're missing and any of the resources you're missing. And those resources could be money, time, experience, um, and relationships. And if you're missing any of them, you can always partner with others that have that. 
So I love um, I love how you're partnering with people who have the multifamily experience and know-how and relationships, and you're you're adding you know uh, money to that deal. That's great. Yeah, I uh, I mean when I started, and when you're first starting, for anybody listening here, it's very important to do to have the knowledge part of things. It's very important to yeah. have the know-how and the relationships and all that stuff. And it's actually important throughout your life. However, as you go, you just realize you have to see what what your why is. Why are you doing this and where your value is, really. Is it valuable for me to be going, talking to realtors, looking for a multifamily property? Or is it more valuable for me to just descend a deal, look at it, and just say, I'm in? So you just yeah. have to choose where your value is. Yeah, I love that. So what then would you say, because I, I always love to ask about um, my guest's biggest mistakes, because I feel like you learn so much more from when things go wrong than when they go right. So what would you say has been your biggest mistake, and what did you learn from it? Oh, <laughs> There's so many mistakes. Um, I think (laughs) the main thing for me is really to outsource. When I first started, I I used to do everything on my own. I'm I'm a little bit of a control freak, in case you haven't (laughs) figured that out. Uh, So so what I used to do is I used to do everything on my own. And from I remember trying to fix uh, a, a tape, a leaking tape, and I actually ended up flooding the whole house because I felt oh, that I could no. do it better than the plumber. So one thing I really <laughs> learned from that is, um, is you just have to learn to outsource in everything. And this this is not just in real estate investing. Even in life, there's so many things we try to do ourselves. And when you look at your value, you have to look at your value and say, am I really worth five bucks an hour? Because there are some things which we're doing which are only worth five bucks an hour. Which you yeah. could outsource to somebody and go and make twenty bucks, thirty bucks, hundred bucks, three hundred bucks. So you just have to, and this is not just about financial. Also, it's also about the, the your your mental state. A- am I going to be happy doing this? I'll make an example. Um, I, I don't mind cleaning my house. I actually like it. But if you can, if you hate it, and if it makes you so depressed and so sad, such that you can't just clean your house why don't you go to something that's going to give you more income and then you can pay the housekeeper? That's the same thing in real estate. There's so many things we as real estate investors, it starts from even doing your own bookkeeping. We are just bad at doing our books. Like real estate investors won't let go of bookkeeping. I don't know why. Most real estate investors. No, I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's just simple <laughs> things like that. Like just let go. Let go of the bookkeeping. Let go of the cleaning. Let go of the other things you don't have to do. Even let go of looking for deals. Let other people find you deals and just use your time wisely. So I think for me it was really – the 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 mindset of just letting go and letting other people take care of me instead of me trying to take care of everything. And the other thing was doing my due diligence. There's so many mistakes I've made um, in my investment career where I look and I say I did not do my due diligence, due diligence very well. Uh, mm-hmm. An example, yeah. a house I bought which had a septic tank, but I was told it had sewer, and I just went with what the realtor had said and 
long story short, it ended up being a complicated situation. But um, because I didn't do my due diligence, I just I just got comfortable and thought, you know what, I'm okay. I've bought whatever, how many houses? Why should I really? I'll trust my realtor. But the realtor didn't do their due diligence. So it's very yeah. important to do your own due diligence. And uh, and it has saved me a lot of money. Um, there's a piece of land I was looking at, and thankfully I just did my due diligence. I just hired a lawyer and I said, just do all the due diligence you can find on this property and let me know. I saved myself thousands and hundreds of thousands of money just by doing that. I could have just made such a huge mistake. Mm-hmm. Mm. So good. That's really that's very valuable. I know both of those things um, very well. I, I, you know, I have I have a long list of mistakes I could talk about myself. Um, you know, there's, I just was watching this woman do a little uh, video yesterday. She was talking about how you you should make everyone should have a failure resume, not just you know yeah. what they've made mistakes, at, but also you know what did you learn? And um, exactly, yeah. I have quite a long, long resume that way, but I've learned so much. It sounds like you have as well. Um, okay, so you know the flip side of that in terms of what's your biggest mistake, then what would you say you are most proud of? Hmm. Um, I'll start personal. I'm proud of my children. I know mm. every parent is, right? But, but I'm really proud of my kids because um, they have – they have adjusted to this lifestyle we have of uh, impromptu moment of mom just comes from wherever she comes from and, oh, tonight we're going to sleep somewhere. We're not staying at home. Or we're going to have a little road <laughs> trip. You know? So I am really proud of the fact that they were able to adjust to that because I'm pretty sure it's a choice for them to say, no, 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 we're staying home for the whole week. We're not going anywhere. But they have been very accommodating to to my situation um, of loving to travel and to my situation of going to uh, events almost on a monthly basis, they have been very accommodating mm-hmm. to that. Uh, so I am proud of that. I do have to say I'm really proud of the women out there, most women out there who have gone beyond every naysayer and just did it. Because when you start yeah. in this journey, uh, if you remember very well, and I'm sure everybody does remember this, when you started investing in real estate, telling your friends and relatives, it's like, what's wrong with you? Are you crazy? <laughs> and I, yeah, I remember for me, it was like, you have to have rich parents to do that kind of thing. And so yeah. if you are able to go out against every naysayer and just come to this show and listen to what Monique has to say or any other guest speaker she has to, to say, honestly, kudos to you. Be proud of yourself, and I'm proud of you for taking action because you are the difference between poverty and, 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 um, and being financially free just by taking action. Mm, I love that. So let, let me ask you a question. How old are your kids? The oldest is 16, the youngest is 4. I have to. Okay, wow. Okay, so you have the 15-year-old and 4-year-old. And for a lot, I don't know if you're still a single mom, but you were a single mom for a long time, yeah? Yeah, I still am a single mom. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell me, tell us a little bit about that. So how was that, because, you know, I, you're going to events every every month, which I know a lot about, you 
because if you're in, when you're dedicated to this, it helps to go out and learn and make relationships. Um, and it it is a flexible, it's a relatively flexible career, but it, it still takes time. And you're also working as a nurse at the same time. So how did you make it all work? Um, how did you make this work? <laughs> that's, that's the question. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie and say it was easy. It was very hard. It was honestly yeah. very hard. So what I used to do, I remember people at work knew me by books. I used to go to work. I, I worked. I, sh- I shifted my schedule such that I worked night shift at the hospital. Yeah. So what I would do, uh, th- this was during my early years of investing, um, what I would do is I would take a book or I would um, be on that website, the RAIN website, and I'll be just educating myself at night during night shift. Mm. While everybody else is having popcorn when patients are sleeping, I would be learning. So it wasn't easy, you know. It was just a big learning curve for me to do that, um, just doing that. But one thing I did is everywhere I went, because I, I never, you never have time. As a mom, we never have time, uh, extra time, I should say. We do have lots of time, but we never have that extra time to be alone, especially yeah. for me. I don't have family in Canada to say, hey, can you take my child for a day or two so that I can have my alone time? I didn't have that. So what I used to do is wherever we were going, and I like road trips, and we used to do lots of road trips with with my daughter at that time. Wherever we're going, I'll just put in a CD. It was CDs at that time, I guess, CD mm-hmm. of some educational thing. And I would be listening to it, going to work, going to a vacation, traveling four hours, five hours drive, would be listening to that. My daughter ended up getting fed up with these people, like, oh, can we please not listen to another Don Campbell? <laughs> <You know? laughs> Such things like that. So, so, yes, it wasn't easy, but what I did is I utilized that little time I had to educate myself, whether it was at work or whether it was driving to work, I used that time to educate myself and to and and continually educated myself. But eventually it does get better. As hard as it is when you're starting out, eventually it does get better. Your children get used to the fact that mommy has to go to a conference uh, five hours away and I'm going to stay at the hotel and watch movies sometimes. Or I'm going to go yeah. stay with the my friends because I love going to stay with my friends and your kids do um, do like that not that I'm saying it's a good thing to, for your kids to watch movies but you can also bring them into the conference room it's good for your yeah. children to know what you're doing that's why there's a bring a child to work day well since you're not having it go to work why don't you bring a child to conference bring your kids to conference <laughs> so that they know what you're doing like right now it's interesting because these little things I used to do with my daughter I didn't notice but all of a sudden she wants to be uh, she, she wants to have her own business when you ask her what do you want to do when you grow up or an university. Well, I want to start my own business, but I'll just go to university to do business school to have an idea, but I want to start my own business. And that's not something I I instilled in her. I never told her that. Uh, She just decided from that. And now she listens to, the other day she was telling me, mom, do you know that a lot of people are going to lose their jobs because of all these robotic things? I'm like, yeah, (laughs) you know, (laughs) because, because I just instilled it in her. So, as a, if there's any single mom listening here, just train your children, train your brain, and train them to to 
to have this as normal routine because when it's when it's normal to them, it's not going to be surprising that they have to go for a conference and spend all day listening to people talking about real estate. They actually yeah. get excited about that. I love that. That's so good. That's really great. Very inspiring. So um, you. you should definitely you should definitely be proud of that. Not not just of your kids, but that you were able to do what you were able to do while also having a full time job while also being a single mom. That's incredible. Um, so, to what do you attribute your success? I mean, you, you've given some clues already in your answer, but but what you know, what would you say is responsible for your success? You know, um, I know everybody says it's hard work. Yes, there is that part of hard work, but I think for me it was my background, and I'll t- I'll, I'll explain more what I mean by that. When you come. Mm-hmm from an environment where literally somebody um, is stuck in a marriage because they cannot leave or they will never have a meal next tomorrow or the next day. Or when you come from an environment where somebody's kids haven't gone to school because they cannot afford to pay school fees or somebody doesn't have shoes, you know, to wear, and they only get shoes on Christmas Day. I think that really helps you. That really helps you uh, look at things in a different perspective and and in a different way. And so in my case, every time I thought of giving up, and I have, I have thought of giving up so many times. There's a time when I said, I have enough properties. I should just stop this whole property buying and just be like a normal person, you know. But then I think (laughs) of all those women somewhere in some remote area in Africa who have no food whatsoever, who have nothing to give to their children. And I think to myself, you know what? I am so entitled. I am so entitled. And I'll remember one person, uh, his name is Peter Kinch. He once said, if you have the ability to make more money and change the world and you're not doing it, you're selfish. And I think that mm. honestly has pushed me. I don't know if I would call people selfish, but I still think that has pushed me. Every time I think of giving up, I think, how many people can I change? How many people can I help their lives? And because it's such a ripple effect, just because this African girl like me came here, I can really count the ripples which it has done on my family, on some in-laws' family, on some other people who I didn't even know existed just because I came to Canada. So if I think of that, I think if I could teach one more person, one more person how to invest in real estate, can you imagine the ripple effect? This world would be such a better place if we could only impact one person a day. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And I mean, I don't I totally know if I answered your question. I, I digress. You did. <laughs> You did, and I totally resonate because that's why I do what I do and because I'm just so passionate about getting um, others into this field, especially women, especially those who think, oh, I can't do it, I can't afford it, I can't, you know, there's you know, all the can'ts. 
Um, yeah. And so I, I completely resonate. And, and maybe, I, you know, I'm I'm a first generation American. I didn't I didn't come from a different country, but my parents came from Haiti, which is a place of incredible poverty and destitution. And and I and you know maybe that helps me to have a different frame of 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 work, um, frame of mind around what we're meant to do and um, and what you know what's possible and what we're responsible you know, as as citizens, as people, you know, to help. So I completely I completely resonate. Um, so you know, this is the the last question I have for you before we go on to the Trinity, which is the, the brag, the gratitude and desire. But my my last question for you, um, which you you can answer one or the other. So one is you know, what advice do you have for a woman just starting out in this field or you can answer what you wish you'd known at the beginning that you now know. Yeah. Um, advice. Maybe I'll try to answer both uh, sh- briefly. The advice I would yeah. say is start with your why. Um, if you don't know yeah. what that means, just Google start with your why and go with that. And the yeah. second question was, what do I wish I had known in the beginning? It's the mm-hmm. same thing. I wish I had started with the end goal in mind instead of just accumulating mm. properties. Beautiful. Start with the end in mind and, and know your why. I love that. Those are great. Um, okay. And so I, then, you know, before we get into the Trinity, what is the best way for people to find out more about you and what you do? Yes, people can visit my website, www.realestaterealriches.com. And um, if you just uh, sign up for our email there, I usually email and I respond to my emails. Uh, my VA doesn't do that. I do it myself. And so, yeah, so if you can sign up through that, I will respond to your email and contact me through that, tembi at realestaterealriches.com. Okay, great. And the website is on the podcast descriptions so you can find it. you can find it there and also her twitter which is at investor um okay so we have time for a quick trinity what are you celebrating right now what's one brag you have for us successful uh global real estate summit i just did a summit for the first time and it was very successful and i'm bragging about it and happy celebrating i guess mm-hmm. You should. It was awesome. She had oh, tons of incredible um, guests on that show, and I, you know, a few of them are my friends, which is actually how I found Tembi in the first place. And um, so you should check it out. And, and I think you can find out about it on your website, right? TheRealEstateRiches.com. Yes, it's finished now, but we're going to have another one soon. So they, can, if they just uh, okay. join our mailing list, we'll be able to send them. Okay. All right, I thought they might be able to purchase it. But all right, so, but sign up so you can find out about the next one. And what are you grateful for? Uh, for the opportunity to live in Canada. I'm grateful mm. for that. I'm grateful for being Canadian. Beautiful. And lastly, what do you desire? <laughs> I have so many desires. Well, um, <laughs> Maybe to eliminate 
Well, not eliminate as such, but maybe to reduce the poverty levels in women in Africa. That would really mm-hmm. be a great desire for uh, on a on a bigger perspective. But on a personal yeah. perspective, just to spend more time with my children, to keep continue spending more time with my children and travel more. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So shall your desires be, or better than you can ever imagine. Under grace and in perfect ways. You're welcome. And thank you so much for this wonderful interview. I loved hearing your story. You give so much incredible value. Again, if you guys want to um, connect with Tembi, you can do so at uh, www.realestateriches.com. And to connect with me, go to the Real Estate Investor Glasses realestateinvestorglasses.com is no duh in front of it and also on the our Facebook page real estate investor goddesses I look forward to um, hearing you guys or talking to you guys next week where we'll bring you another incredible real estate investing goddess success story take care bye 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 <laughs>